Welcome to the Basic Bitch Diaries. I'm your host, Ashley McAllister. I'm a wellness coach, sound healer, and your everyday basic chick, and I'm going to help empower you to live your most authentic life. Hey, pod fam. Welcome back to another episode. I had the intention all weekend long to record this podcast episode. However, we ended up doing a garage sale all weekend and there was just a bunch of stuff that ended up making it to the top of the to-do list. But we are back this morning to record and I have Gabe here to be on the pod with me. Morning, morning, morning. Oh my gosh. We just made a pot of coffee, so we are drinking our coffee, having morning chit-chat, and just a little life update. Right, babe? Of course. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so as I mentioned before, I left corporate America earlier this year, and I started using our three-season porch for my own in-home sound healing studio. And the last, it's been two weeks now, right, babe? Mm -hmm. The last two weeks, we've been doing research on contractors and having appointments with a bunch of different contractors for turning our three-season into a four-season, because I originally was just going to close down for the winter. Um, So if you didn't know, we live in Michigan and we have four seasons. So the winters here can be pretty harsh. And when we moved into our home, the porch that we have, the it's full of sliders. We have, what is it? Seven sliders. Yeah. Seven sliders. And they're all single pane, super old. So I originally was just going to close up for like basically like five, possibly six months. But as the summer has been going on and I've been doing more sound healing work, I have quickly changed my mind. So we are on the hunt for some contractors and it has been quite the process. (laughs) If you guys could see Gabe right now, um, he's been able to be home for most of the appointments. I think you only missed one. Um, I think it was just the very first one. And you guys, this is our first home. And we've been in September. So yeah, next month we'll make five years. And we haven't done any real renovations to the home. Like, you know, we moved in, we did your basics, we did painting, and we added some like updated. I think that that was it. Oh yeah. And then Gabe, Gabe made a, I don't even know what kind of deck you call a floating deck in our backyard. But other than that, we just did like little cosmetic updates. The deck was really the only like bigger thing that we did. So now we're just going through the process of hiring a contractor and, uh, it's, we thought we would just have one contractor, but it sounds like we're going to end up needing two and in the terms contract it hurts i know and uh gabe here has been such a big sport and is agreeing to 
Well, actually, he he did this to himself to commit to helping with some of the stuff because our porch is basically not just getting updated glass, but it's going to have a facelift. Huge facelift. A heat. <laughs> I'm going to turn it in a nip toe. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't realize how big of a project it was going to turn into. So here we are. Uh, we're going on week three. I have a contractor coming over today. Another one coming over tomorrow. Well, that one will be a revisit from a contractor. I think we are going to hire for a big portion of the work. Yeah. And word of mouth goes a long way. That's true. <laughs> yeah. They actually did our uh, neighbor's roof. I found out yesterday from talking. Okay. Her. I thought I saw the, um, I thought I heard of that name somewhere else too. <clears throat> Got a whole ear full of it yesterday. Were you asking her a bunch of questions? No. She, she was just, just telling you about randomly it? Randomly giving me information. Well, how did she know that? Well, she was. Did um, you mention we yeah, were? Yeah, we were talking. Okay. And um, I was telling her we were going to have some work done on the back porch. And she was like, oh, yeah, mine is just little. It's this, it's that. But um, yeah, when I got my roof done, I went through this company and literally told me the life journey of how she acquired this company. <laughs> so. Yeah. <clears throat> you guys, we live on a street with a bunch of older people. And some are like middle-aged and then other ones are elderly and they are so sweet. We have some of the nicest neighbors and it's nice and quiet. So we really love that. But um, yeah, so the next, I knew I was cutting it close the moment I started talking to contractors because I'm trying to have the project done, preferably still before winter, but just depending, I think on materials and whoever we go with, it's looking like it could very much be right before Christmas before this project is done. And Merry Christmas. I know. Yeah. Merry Christmas to me and all of the clients. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is pretty much taking up a lot of my mental space and i don't know about gabe because i've just kind of oh it's taking up mental space <laughs> pocket space oh wallet my gosh space. um yeah well it's been nice to have you around because i am completely clueless in every single thing that has to do with the porch and it's kind of hard to talk to contractors when I don't want to, I don't want them to like take advantage of me because I don't know anything, but at the same time, like I, I literally don't. It's all about talking Dallas. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I will say that has probably been the most anxiety ridden part of the process is like trying to keep on budget. Um, and some contractors have been great and they have given a wide range of possibilities and ideas that either can be cost effective or be on the higher end. And we've also had some really shitty contractors who just came in, kind of scoffed at our project 
and just kind of thought we were in over our heads. So instead of giving us ideas, they literally were just like, well, you could do this, but it's going to be this dollar amount. Yeah, most and, contractors just literally look at things as if it's what you say you want. They're going to give you the base logistics of it. Like, hey, this is what you should do. This is the product we use. This is this, this, and that. And they're just talking money at that point to where if you actually find a contractor who is how they say they're for the people and actually make it more of a personal, you know what I'm saying, journey to find out what it is you want, how to help you overall attain your goals. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the contractors you would like to do yeah. business with or something like that, because at the end of the day, it is about building that relationship. It is about, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, establishing that trust oh, yes. factor. So yeah. if it's just about, okay, yep, this is what you want. Um, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, this is the figure. And then just leave it at that. There's no compromising. There's no wiggle room. This is how we do business is straight up at the end of the day. That's they're just there for the money. So, yeah. And I, so I went on to, um, our local Facebook page where people can just like search for a ton of different things and get input and recommendations from the community. And so I had maybe eight to 12 recommendations for all sorts of different contractors and it turns out because there were I I would say like a third of them were freelance contractors and with those ones since none of the recommendations really came from someone I personally knew I didn't end up reaching out to those people because um, if it's a freelancer I was like I would rather it be people who I know that have experienced their work and can tell me firsthand. And then the other ones that I looked into were all like super new businesses where I think most of them didn't even have like reviews. So it was kind of hard for me jumping into it without having really any knowledge base on any of the kind of work we wanted done to like really pick a contractor. But I did end up meeting with one of them and that was the first contractor I met with, but you weren't, Gabe wasn't home for that. And then I had a really good feeling when we like parted ways from our meeting. And then the next day we met with another contractor who really, um, they only were going to be doing glass work for us, glass right? And, um, glass and framing. Glass and framing. And he was a great guy and we ended up chatting with him for like two and a half hours. And this is the thing that like set him apart was that there was so much of the work that we want done that his company wasn't going to be able to do. However, he was still checking over everything for us. He was going over different like ideas to help us stay on budget and bring the porch to life and give it a facelift. And they weren't even going to be doing that kind of work for us because they could if we were like completely rebuilding the porch but the thing is we're not doing that we are just doing you know like i've been saying a facelift to the porch and so he knew that going in because we were talking to him about it and i just felt like that was going so far above and beyond to just kind of help the client along and the customer or potential customer 
And then I think it was our next meeting after that with the third contractor who came in and it was so black and white. It was so different from the first two contractors, like no ideas being thrown out there, really no guidance, Mm -hmm. knowing that because we've shared with every contractor, like, hey, um, this is our first big renovation. We're talking to contractors. We're trying to figure out what we want to do in this space. And so it's been it's been a journey and we continue into week three of looking for a contractor. But we're going to get there. Don't worry. We are. Yes. And Gabe has committed to I think we're doing um, we have yeah. is it a drop ceiling now? Yeah, drop ceiling so we have a drop ceiling with tiles out on the porch right now that we just want to update and you're you're the gonna be the one updating Damn <laughs> the right. tiles. Yes. And and Gabe will possibly be doing the flooring, but I can help with the flooring. Mm-hmm. We out there right now we've got carpet tile and plywood under the carpet tile. And we don't know if it's insulated, so we gotta check on all that when yeah, we do the flooring. I recommend anybody doing any small home projects if you have husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And it's something that you guys can do together. I mean, that's a, it's a perfect bonding moment. I mean, yes, if it's anything like my wife, you're going to sit there and um, say, I'm going to help you. And then um, order (laughs) order me around. um, I do help. (laughs) Um, And it depends on what it is. Gabe was saying that because we had to update our, um, ceiling fan in our living room and i mean i was helping i was handing you this is taking forever oh my god are we done i'm just ready to i was helping with handing you the different nuts and bolts and tools to you know change it out right oh my gosh Anyways, Gabe has also said that, um, so he's going to be working on the ceiling for me, and then we are going to be updating the flooring, I think most likely ourselves, just to cut the cost of labor. And so instead of doing carpet tile out there, though, I think we're doing, I always forget, it's the plank. Plank. Uh, plank plank by, wood. Plank, wait. Plank wood. Yeah, but isn't it called, like, plank? No, not, I think I'm no, mixing that up with the siding. Is it vinyl no, stone? No, it's plank. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we are going to do. The siding is vinyl. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, (laughs) one of the contractors was also talking to us about siding. So we've had so many different things to think about and it has taken up so much mental space. And you guys will learn very quickly about me that I have little to no patience already. But when Mm -hmm. I am, (laughs) when I. Hero. Oh my gosh, when I am excited about something, the patience does not exist. I try, I try hard, but it usually doesn't translate into patience. I know, we keep getting that equation wrong. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just really love the studio space and I feel super, super blessed that I can even do some of this work in home. Um... It makes life a lot easier, and to have a space that I can call my own is just such a blessing. Also, if you hear Blue barking in the background, he is not in my office with us. 
and half the time he's just barking. Wants so, to be on the pile, can you see? Yeah. We were get I well, I had asked Gabe if we should allow him to be in the office with us this morning because especially in the mornings, he loves his cuddle time. Sometimes if Gabe is home, he gets in these like playful moods. And so that would have been a little too distracting. But anyways, so when we started turning the porch into a space where I can do my work with clients, with sound healing, it was a huge transformational time for me. There were a lot of, um, well, one, I was transitioning from corporate to not working corporate and freelancing and running my business right from ground zero because I <clears throat> I had I was doing a couple group events before I left corporate. Nothing big though, but I knew when I left corporate I was gonna be offering one-on-one -on -one bookings. I was gonna be doing even more group sound baths, whether it was at the in-home studio or at the studio I am currently partnering with. So there were a lot of transitions happening back early spring. And then at the same time, we were also, as we had, you know, our porch had all of our porch stuff on it. So we were clearing that out and really turning it into a space where I could work with people, whether it was one-on-one -on -one or doing mini group sound baths. And so that also kind of pushed me to break through some of my own limiting beliefs. And we're still working on it. I feel like when we are evolving, that means there's always something new to be um, leveling up in. So even in the beginning, when I was breaking through some of those self-limiting beliefs, I find that there's always a new one kind of waiting on the horizon. So now we're getting ready to do this huge project of facelifting the porch. And it has been bringing up so many things. So I, I will have to do another episode. I think on just that because it's brought up a lot for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I am lucky to have Gabe supporting me and helping me. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, because I think that I would just be kind of a hot mess on my Express. own. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. What do you think, babe? Are you are you pumped? I know it's pumped. like turned into a studio rather than like a communal space. But... No, that's fine because I mean we got the backyard space for communal events and activities and stuff like that. So um, no, I don't mind. That. I got my man cave. You got your your woman dungeon. Even though, even though when we talk about the man cave, <clears throat> Gabe likes to joke because it it's kind of like a half man cave mm -mm. because which the man cave is our basement that gave it's part his office. We have a full bar down there. And then it's also like a, a little mini in-home theater down there. And half the time, if I find him down there, I just stay down there with him. <laughs> she poses on my space. Yeah. But um, yeah, you should tell the people um, because going through this process of finding a contractor and stuff for the porch, we've been kind of talking back and forth a little bit about how we have either some other friends in our circle or just people we've come in contact with 
um, whether it's been through business or our career paths where the spouses or the partners aren't really super supportive of the other one who's either doing like they're on a venture or they're they already have a business or just like things that they're interested in that whether it's a career path or not, we, we see a lot of other partners out there not really supporting their partners. I don't know. I just think it has to be with the way society has groomed those particular individuals, parents yeah, to where it's, it's part, partially your upbringing. I mean, and if like you're life experience. Yeah. And then if it's um how they say people fear what they don't understand, I mean, you it's talk true. to somebody about, yeah. I mean, if you look at it as mm-hmm. you're talking about a carton, a gallon of milk, if you say something as small as um, a glass or a pitcher of milk to them, yeah. their whole life, they've been calling it a carton. And now it's like, okay, it's uncharted territories when they actually have heard of it before or somewhere down the line. But I think when it comes to some of our friends or something like that and their issues and stuff like that, I think it's just too many different walks of um life and how Maybe. you have somebody who wants to be interested in this but rather seeing how it can uh, benefit the <clears throat> what is it the union um it's more so of hey you do your own thing i do my own thing but to me personally i feel like that creates um separation i mean mm-hmm. in order to be a partnership you got to find those things that I like-minded or you have to find ways to be supportive just because if yeah. it's if the tables are turned then it's something you're passionate about who to have in your corner mm-hmm. other than the person yeah that you build well it's kind of like i know not everybody's a parent but to me it's kind of it's i feel like it's pretty similar to when you're a parent and you know kids go through all sorts of different phases. Mm. They end up accumulating so many different interests and sometimes they never even settle on like just one. But I feel like part of being a parent is like, you don't necessarily have to be interested in what they're interested in, but if it's something, whether it's a certain sport, a certain um, type of art Mm. or anything like that, and you want to cultivate those little inklings of like hey they seem like they're really interested in this they might end up being really passionate about it i feel like it's kind of the same thing with your partner not that you have to take responsibility and kind of create the opportunities for them like you do as a parent but i feel like as a spouse if if they are interested in something that isn't or i guess even a partner too if your partner is interested in something and it isn't hurting themselves or harming other people and it's like good for them Mm. like why wouldn't you i don't know why wouldn't you support that i don't know i just happen to get lucky with you because um i think literally everything that i've done (laughs) it hasn't been a lot but i have had a few interests Mm -hmm. and um you've never discouraged me or told me that I couldn't do it or tried to sway me. But see, that's the, that's the bigger question right there is why would I yeah. tell you that you can't do something or. I don't know because I've had people um, that have come across my path where we were interested in a similar thing and their partner just is not 
supportive of it, which is wild to me. Like I say, it's uncharted territories. If people, <clears throat> if you can't paint a picture fully of what it is that you're passionate about or something like that, and it could even be one of those things where I think some people's own opinions get in the way of that of their partner's overall ambitions and stuff like that to where if it's something they don't believe in or something they can't necessarily see at the moment being profitable or anything like that, it's just like, yeah, fuck it. Why even pay it attention? I mean, I'm, I know some people that literally sit there and say, hey, like I'm not going <clears> to <throat> shame my, any of my buddies, but I have, we have guy chats here and there, and some of them are talking about, oh, hey, well, my wife does this, or my girlfriend does that, and I'm just like, fuck it. Like, I don't know why she's doing this. It's not like she's ever going to make money off of her or something. Mm -hmm. The moment you start talking like that or automatically getting your hopes yeah. on or something like that, that person is never going to probably be able to make that type of money or anything like that because they don't have the support, let alone if they're getting it from that their, or the mindset. Yeah, their own family. And then when you have that negative energy back there, the first hurdle that person comes across or anything like that is just like, oh, damn, like maybe I'm not going to make money or something like that. And anything you start off from ground bottom is not going to be easy. That's why it's called ground bottom. Only way to go is up. In order to go up, you're going to have yeah. to go over and yeah. hurdle things. So I don't know. I think it's just a mindset. I still have, <clears throat> excuse me, I still have some people in my inner circle who believe that or don't believe in equal rights in terms of men and women feel like. Yeah. I mean, like they still think yeah, they in have, terms of like gender roles. Yeah, like the, the Gus Macker the other day or what is it, the other weekend when one of uh our friends made a comment like, oh, Gabe, you do your, your own laundry? And I'm like, um, yeah. And then it's like, well, oh. Uh, oh, my gosh. You guys were, were talking yeah, about Yeah, when they laundry. were questioning about it, it was like, oh, I always felt like that was the woman of the household mm -hmm. who does the laundry or something like that. Like, yeah. that's a, that's a, yeah. that's a well, mutual common chore. Yeah. Like, why shouldn't that work will be shared? Why does it have to be yeah. one or the other? So. And I, I, well, I just feel like everything about our relationship has not been conventional, mm -hmm. which is fine with me because it's okay to break the mold. Um, and also, I'm a huge feminist, so I also believe that we should probably not be so stuck in your stereotypical gender roles. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we've ever been like that. In fact, I think a lot of people probably think um, – that there's so much that I do when really, um, like you do a lot of the cleaning, like you said, you do your own laundry, you do Amari's laundry. And there are times too, where like, I'll do more of the cleaning mm -hmm. or I'll do everyone's laundry, but there isn't a, you only do specific things and I do other things. That's kind of wild to me. I had no clue you even had that conversation. Oh yeah, we have a lot of conversations. Oh boy. Um. I don't know. Like I said, it's, 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 I want to say a, yeah. a nice handful of the guys I associate yeah. with when it comes to playing ball and stuff that have that same mindset or a similar mindset mm -hmm. when it comes to <clears throat> gender roles and stuff like that. But I just think about it at the end of the day, if, if you really think of all of that stuff, why even yeah. have a partner or why even get married? Like yeah. if you're stuck on putting all of Mm -hmm. your stuff onto somebody else that's yeah. an unwanted burden. well and i can acknowledge too that 
none of us are, well, I shouldn't say none of us, but like, we're all on a different part of our journey and our learning curve. And none of us are necessarily going, we're not all going at the same speed. Mm. We all have different, you know, backgrounds, upbringings, life experience, and location and community also mm. in your environment is just such a huge well, I, part I, of that. Yeah, I can't speak on our overall um, relationship, but um, everybody, for the most part, knows yeah. one of the power couples <laughs> in Hollywood or the celeb land, if you want to call it, which is um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. It's celeb land. Where, <laughs> You're so funny. To where... Um, they were talking about how we both know they are very, you know what I'm saying, two successful individuals. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have one yeah. hat who just got inducted to the Hall of Fame and then um, Gabrielle Union, who's been in countless yeah. of movies. She's but, very um, successful. It's, it has been, you know what I'm saying, brought to the light that obviously his wealth is more than hers. <laughs> However, in their household, a lot of people are giving them, you know what I'm saying, crap just because they split everything 50-50, even though he's the primary um, yeah. breadwinner to the yeah. relationship. And she was saying, like, it just makes her feel, you know what I'm saying, I don't know, not just cast out or something <clears throat> like that. Like, it mm-hmm. gives her a person, like, hey, I'm contributing. Yeah. Whether she contributes as much as he does or something like that. Like, you're that. talking about financially. Yeah, just to yeah. be, you know Well, that's saying, kind of where we are, too, like with that. the fact that I left corporate America. So I don't have, you know, that regular nine to five weekly paycheck like Mm -hmm. I was getting. We really just share the burden of everything together. Household chores, finances, all of that stuff. So anyways, (laughs) someone has gotten a lot more comfortable being on the pod. We talked a ton today but i kind of like this i'm talking about you (laughs) but i like i like the drinking coffee and having morning chit chat with the pod fam and you it's been fun Mm -hmm. yeah but we'll definitely be sharing more as we continue to go through the process of renovating the porch and other projects yeah um we'll see about that but anyways um i would love to hear from you guys if you guys have done renovations on your home um i will drop the podcast email and my social media handles in the notes and that is the best place to get connected with me and I would, to, I would love to hear from you guys. And me too. Oh my gosh. Don't be leaving me out, baby. Okay. And I will add, this time around, I will add Gabe's, <laughs> Gabe's social media handles. Oh no, not the social media. Oh, you just, you want people just, to connect with you too? Okay. Questions. Well, if you guys have messages comments notes advice to me or gabe you can share them with us Um, but until next time take care